0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference
1: today we're in 1 Samuel 8. It's a turning point in Israelite history as they move from being led by judges who God raises up to rescue them from this cycle of discipline and punishment, restore them. Now they want kings so they can be like the rest of the nations. And there's a lot in this chapter. We're going to read through the whole thing. I'll stop and start, make some comments along the way. So verse 1. And Samuel prayed to the Lord, and the Lord said to Samuel, Obey the voice of the people in all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they've rejected me from being king over them. According to all the deeds that they have done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt to this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are also doing to you. Now then, obey their voice. Only you shall solemnly warn them, show them how the ways of the king who shall reign over them will go. So here we've got two key Verses. The first one is uh, verse five, where the people of Israel say, give us a king so we can be like the other nations, which obviously God's not a fan of the whole purpose of him calling Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and setting apart this line of of Abraham's seed, these Israelite people, these Jews, the whole purpose of setting them aside was to make them separate and different and holy from the rest of the world. Instead, we've seen this litany of events where they become more like the world. They worship false gods. They assimilate into these cultural practices of these peoples that are abhorrent to God because they worship other false gods. And here they are again saying, we want to be like the nations. Rather than being set apart, rather than having the Lord as our king, we want an earthly king like all the other nations. This is not pleasing to God. What's interesting is Samuel in verse 6, the thing that offends Samuel, it says is that they asked for a king to judge us. Not that they wanted to be like the nations, but that they asked for a king, which is a little bit of an affront to Samuel, who seems to be a pro-judge guy. He gave his sons the judgeships, and now they're saying we want a king. So he takes that as a personal rejection. And God says then in verse 7, they're not rejecting you, Samuel. They're rejecting me as king over them. Nevertheless, warn them of how that's going to go if they have kings. Uh, But at the end of the day, if they still want kings... Let them have kings, which reminds me a little bit of Romans 1, where God talks about, Paul writes about uh, God giving people over to the desires of their hearts. And so people have sinful desires. They want to reject God. They don't want to worship him as the creator. Okay. At a certain point, God says, okay, that's what you want to do. I'm going to give you over to the desires of your hearts, and you're going to have to live with the consequences of your bad choice. And here we see that being set up. Let's go to verse 10. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking for a king from him. He said, these will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them to his chariots, To be his horsemen and to run before his chariots, and he will appoint for himself commanders of thousands, commanders of fifties, and some to plow his ground and reap his harvest, to make his implements of war and the equipment of his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and olive orchards and give them to his servants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vineyards, and give it to his officers and his servants. He will take your male servants and female servants and the best of your young men and your donkeys and put them to his work. He will take the tenth of your flocks, and you shall be his slaves. And in the day you will cry out because of your king, who you, whom you have chosen for yourselves, but the Lord will not answer you in that day. How many times did I say it, his in that section? In other words, the king's going to make it all about him. And what's interesting is this 10th of flocks and 10th of crops and 10th of grain that is that the king is going to require for himself. That's the same amount that is required by God from his people to be given to the Lord. And so here we're going to have a king that rises up and competes with God himself. He's going to ask for everything that the Lord asked for. The Lord wants everything or a portion of everything, but now the king's going to want that portion and it's not going to be good. So nevertheless, People refuse to obey Samuel. That's what verse 19 says. And it says, and they said, No, but there shall be a king over us, that we may be like all the nations, that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And when Samuel had heard all the words of the people, he repeated them to the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Obey their voice and make them a king. This is hardly an exciting coronation. Like, yippee, the Israelites, we're going to get to have kings now. We're going to, you know shed the curse of judges and move into this great new era of kings. That's kind of what they're thinking, but this narrative makes it clear that that's not what God's thinking. He's saying it's not a good idea, Samuel. You can warn them at the end of the day, obey their voice and make them a king. And this will set us on a trajectory where we will ultimately learn that kings, earthly kings, will not get the job done for the people of Israel. There is only one solution to this hard-hearted people who reject the Lord, who worship false gods, who assimilate to the culture rather than stay separate and holy like God intended. And that only solution, that only true answer is the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, who will come and live a perfect life, thus meeting the righteous requirements of God's law. Then he'll die on a cross, paying the penalty that sinners deserve to pay and when he rises, there'll be a great cosmic transaction set up where anybody who trusts Christ will have the righteousness attributed to their account and the penalty mark paid for them, and they will reign, they, they will live under the reign of Jesus Christ as God's children in this life and the next. Lord, thank you for this narrative. Thank you for, despite our bad decisions still advancing the redemptive plan that you had throughout history so that we would ultimately get to the greatest King, Jesus Christ, the only true King, Jesus Christ, who would save us from ourselves and help us be adopted into your family. Help us to make that message more and more central to our lives. I pray in Jesus' name, amen.
0: The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Freshwind Wind Ministries, and link to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.